We're very thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Representative David Severin. Representative, thank you for the time. Yes, sir. I'm honored to be on with you as always. Good to talk with you and, and your listeners and uh, give you an update on what's going on in Springfield and the state of Illinois. So we are in uh, the middle or perhaps getting toward the end of the lame duck session. This is a session that is held where uh, you know soon there'll be a new General Assembly sworn in. I think on the 12th of January is when that will happen. And so this is often a time whenever uh, big pieces of legislation move uh, because outgoing representatives can vote without having any fear of reprisal from voters in the next election. Uh, those of which are not going to be sworn back into another term. So with all that being said, there is some big legislation that's uh, being moved, the first of which is dealing with uh, what are being called assault weapons. Uh, Representative, what can you tell us? Sure. So that was uh, HB 5855, Bob Morgan, who actually has Highland Park in his district. And that's where that um, uh, horrible shooting at the, in a parade, Fourth of July parade happened last last year. And so uh, that bill actually was changed to Senate Bill 2226 yesterday. And that bill actually passed through committee and was on the House floor and passed last night, uh, 64 to 43 with 11 uh, not participate or not voting. Um, that bill, uh, I will tell you this, the, a lot of games being played in the, in the legislature in, in, the, in Springfield. And what happens is if there's a bill that has a lot of contention, Will, that uh, what will happen is they'll change the bill number so there won't be very many people that have got their witness slips on to show their uh, opposition. Well, we got the word out. Uh, Senator Bryant, Senator Fowler, myself, Representative Windhorst, Representative Jacobs in Southern Illinois, likewise other state reps on the Republican side statewide got the information out immediately. So what happened last night, there were 400 proponents of this new Senate bill that is the assault rifle or assault weapons ban bill, but there were over 5,000 opponents. So that was a fantastic, I mean, we'd like to have 500,000 or we'd like to have 5 million on there, but at the time that they, we had to do that, uh, I, I was very proud of people reacting and being uh, attentive to what's going on. And if your listeners need to know this information, if you want to follow what's going on in the state of Illinois in the House and the Senate, there's a website you can go to, ilga.gov. You can go to that website and you can actually follow committees live. You can listen or you can watch by video. You can follow today. We're going to be in session. Actually, we were supposed to be in session in the in the House at 930, uh, but we're still haven't uh, gaveled in. The Senate was in at eight this morning. You can literally go on that website and watch. You can also see uh, what bills are going on. You can check the status. You can do your witness slips there. So there's a lot of opportunities with that website. But I wanted to tell you that two things that uh, were watered down with this Senate Bill 2226 will is that the um, they changed the FOID card uh, back to being uh, um, 18, they were moving it to 21, so that was moved back to 18. And one other thing they did change, a very small change, but this enables the other side of the aisle to say, hey, we've made some changes. They changed the high-capacity magazine ban from uh, 10 rounds to 12 rounds, so two more uh pieces of ammunition could be put in a uh, revolver or a gun so um in uh, a rifle so that way they can say hey we've made some changes but uh, the rest of the bill and even those things aren't enough to uh make it uh, 
we had no votes on the uh, Republican side uh, except for one, um, but uh, it did pass. So now it'll go to the Senate. Now the Senate was, we were supposed to be in tomorrow, but that has been canceled. Uh, President Harmon's mother passed away. Her funeral is this afternoon. So the Senate will be done by noon today. And we were supposed to be in tomorrow, but that has been canceled. And so the Senate is being called back in on Sunday. So Senator Bryant believes that they'll see that gun bill in the Senate on Sunday, Will. And then, um, so that's what's going on with that bill. Uh, It's not good at all. The problem in the state of Illinois in the United States, it's not guns. It's mental health conditions, people that have challenges, that have no business having their hands on them by by us making a, a bill that says they can't have them, that's not going to stop evil people from doing evil things. So this bill is basically going to make a, um, a law-abiding citizen uh, now a felon. Um, the, the guns that have to be turned in, or that will have to be turned in, but you can turn them in or you cannot have a uh, capacity magazine uh, uh, higher than 12 rounds. You can go on that website and actually see what those uh, guns are. There's, there's another part of this too that's important there are two manufacturing uh, companies in the state of illinois that, that hire hundreds of people uh, that actually make uh, ammunition and make guns they sell those all over the united states they sell them and what what this would do is this would basically put them out of business um when they would not be able to ship those out of state and so not only are they trying to uh, uh, do away with guns they're trying to put people out of business also so there's a lot of a lot of different you know aspects of this bill so that's just part of it will representative one thing that had been discussed on capital facts was a potential grandfathering in of guns already owned of a quote-unquote assault rifle type uh, do you know if that change has been made in legislation where the law would only apply to new purchases that is correct it applies to new purchases so when in fact this if this bill passes the house and the senate and the governor signs it it would be it would become a law immediately uh, up until that point if you owned any of these um weapons or these guns uh if you owned them you could still have them the thing is if you have a, a magazine that holds more than 12 rounds, you've got to get rid of that. And so, um, and the other thing is there was going to be a fee for you to register those. They've taken away that fee. Um, so there is a grandfathering in of, of that, but uh, um, you're going to have to do something with those. Uh, if it has more than 12 rounds in that uh, magazine clip, you're going to have to do something about that. So that, uh, that covers that point, and I appreciate you bringing that up. Illinois State Representative David Severn with us today. I also noticed this morning that State Senator Bryant had went on her Facebook page and said that a amendment had been filed regarding sex education in the state of Illinois' public schools. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Yep, so so actually her and I talked early this morning because they went into session at, uh, at 8 and we were on the phone about 6.45 this morning talking and she said that caught them completely off guard. It's HB 5188 and it did pass in committee partisan a 9-5 and what that would do, that bill, what that would do, so there was a sex education bill that passed last year and that would give schools the opportunity to teach uh, sex education by the curriculum that was voted on, which we in Southern Illinois were against completely, or you could just opt out and not teach it. So what happened is the uh, Senator Rom Villavalum, he um, 
he brought to the committee last night in the Senate side, uh, totally off uh, off guard. That, uh, but what he discussed was seventy percent of the schools in the state of Illinois opted out to not teach sex education. So that infuriated him, and that's how he brought this bill. But what, what I find out also from Senator Bryant, and and uh, she can give more information about it also, is that uh, Illinois State Board of Works of education better known as isby they were not included in this there wasn't anybody in the committee to testify and so um he was you know rammed this through so now we'll see if it's going to be called on the senate floor and if there's a vote taken and if it did pass then it would come over to the house so that's where that is is as we speak and that's hb 5188 you can go to that website and check that out and you can also participate with witness slips uh, which would be uh, advantageous. And in fact, I've already been on the phone this morning with some uh, school superintendents talking with me about the concerns that they have about this bill. It continues to amaze me that you have something where you have 70% of the school districts opt out. So what does that tell a rational person? It tells a rational person that this is not a popular measure. And instead of reading the room and saying to yourself, well, perhaps, you know, a large majority of people in the state of Illinois don't um, believe as I do and will let local control prevail. We want to try to bend things further to our will because we're unhappy with the folks opting out. It just seems the height of arrogance to file such an amendment yeah, you know that that's a great statement, Will. Is that the the level of arrogance? Because that's what that's what I see when I'm on the on the House floor. By the um, you know when uh, Speaker Madigan was the speaker, I told people I said the corruption that was going on in the state was was terrible, and I said you know when he left, this is what I felt, and I could sense it the moment he left. I said we'll never have corruption in the state of Illinois like we've had in the past with Speaker Madigan, but we've traded corruption now for progressive leftist ideology that uh, uh, that now we see and basically they're just running I say a Southern Illinois term here, they're running amok I mean, so they get their abortion bill passed, they get a uh, gun bill passed, the, the FRO thing that passed a couple years ago. So that's not enough. Now we're going to go to the next level. So they pass this, they go to the next level. They just keep moving the goalposts, keep moving the bar. And um, and like you say, 70% of the schools opted out. That should tell people where they stand on this particular uh, you know, item. And so it's the same way when you looked at the witness slips on that gun bill, Will. There was a 10 to 1 opposition, but that didn't didn't flinch at all. And let me say this back to that gun bill. So Speaker Welch actually came and presented the bill on the House floor. Normally, he is not in the well. The well is where the Speaker or the leader is uh, leading the um, the House of Representatives, leading what's going on on the House floor. Normally, he stays in his office. Every now and then, he comes into the uh, into sessions. Yesterday, last evening, actually 10 o'clock, he was on the House floor and he was in the well presenting that bill. Then when he got done, he went and sat in his spot where he would normally sit if, in fact, he is in session. But then who comes in the door a few minutes later is Governor Pritzker. So who do they have? They bring the muscle in to make sure that the Democrats vote for this bill. So you have the, the speaker uh, is uh, bring, presenting the bill, letting his, letting his people know you're going to vote for this. And then the governor comes in 
you're going to vote for my bill because this is an initiative that he has that he wants to be able to show. See, this is what I've done in Illinois. And so I just wanted to share that with people also. Back to the sex education bill. I don't pretend to understand all the details of it, but it would require, if I recall, sex education to be taught in grades as low as the third grade. That is correct, and it's the national standards. If you if someone wants to go and Google that, they can see what those national standards are. And so uh, I will say this. A year ago when the bill passed for the sex education that schools were able to opt out of, um, we actually were privy to uh, the curriculum, and so got to see a couple of the pieces of uh, uh, the, what the curriculum handbook looked like. And, Will, I will tell you this. I'm 64 years old, graduated high school in 1976. The curriculum and the graphics, if my dad had found that in my room when I was a kid growing up, I would have got a whipping with the belt. And this is the stuff they're going to teach kids. I mean, the uh, the graphics was is horrific. And uh, that's the stuff that we're going to mandate to be taught? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that um, there will be quite a backlash uh, to that filing. And, of course, it's just out of committee and a lot of things get out of committee and never do become law, but right. um, you know we'll we'll see what the the pushback is like. Uh, well, we appreciate your time, uh, yes, sir, very much today. And uh, is there anything else you want to mention before we let you go? No, there's some other legislation that we're going to be looking at, uh, but those were the top hot hot items and. Like I said, I would just uh, encourage people to uh, go online and follow, and uh, then you can also do those witness slips and uh, call your legislators. It doesn't have to be just the ones that are in your district. Call the statewide. You can look and see those that are proponents and opponents of the different agendas. And so uh, stay involved and stay engaged. I want to say something else also. Uh, Tuesday, January the 17th, uh, at 6 o'clock at the Marion Civic Center, we're going to be having a Southern Illinois um, legislative uh, update. So that's uh, something that we're inviting the public to, that um, Senator Bryant, Senator Fowler, myself, Representative Windhorst, Jacobs, and Freeze will be there. Uh, Illinois State Rifle Association, the NRA, will be there also. That's on Tuesday, January the 17th at the Marion Civic Center at 6 o'clock. And that we're going to be discussing, giving an update on gun bills and the preview of what's coming up in the new session and what happened in the lame duck session. So we'd like to encourage people to come and, and attend that at the Marion Civic Center on the 17th of January. Well, yes, thank you very much for mentioning that, and we'll be sure to mention that many times between now and then in the hopes that we can uh, get people to engage and turn out and be a part of that event. Uh, Representative Severn, thank you so much for your time. Yes, sir. Have a good day. Thank you.